yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. Okay. There's no Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus. It's your mom and dad. There's no Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus. That's right. You've been had. Made it all up so you'd be good and listen every night. You could have been a rotten brat and still got presents tonight. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yes. Okay. Cut here. Start recording. So I don't fuck up and forget and put this oh in. Oh my God. Yeah. My life is ruined. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good place to start right there, though. So there we go. What? What was it? What was it? <laughs> you have to cut it? Yes. You make sure you cut everything. <laughs> You're listening to Stand Up Dads. This is Rob <laughs> and Mike. <laughs> and uh, you'll never know what we were just talking about because uh, we just talked a lot of shit too. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, well, Christmas is finally over. At least it will be over by the time you guys hear this. Good riddance. Uh, Good riddance. <laughs> I actually love Christmas. That's why the Christmas tree comes out right after. How long do you Thanksgiving? Keep yeah, I know. No, not right after Actually, Thanksgiving. You get no, it out after, after no, Halloween, right. dipshit. I did this time, yeah. Yeah, a lot, it used to be after Thanksgiving. Now it comes out after Halloween, you're right. And how long does it stay up? Uh, probably end of January. Jesus Something Christ. Something like that. Yeah. yeah Depends. We got, we got a thing from the Boy Scouts saying that they'll take the tree on January 9th. I'm like, that's too far out. Get it sooner. <laughs> You want to take it out during Christmas. I'm going to take it out now. I don't as, care. It's a, as a one's opening present. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're done. Let's go. Take the tree out with a wrapping paper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as he's opening, you're starting to take the, the ornaments down. What are you doing, Daddy? I'll just open. I know what's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm don't busy. Mind me. Yeah. This year's going to be different because usually on Christmas, I watch him open stuff and go, oh, I'm just as surprised as he is because Kim buys him everything. <laughs> oh, this but, time you got to do well, that. Well, because of be COVID part. and everything, Kim's yeah. kind of not really a fan of going out to shop. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got to order a bunch of crap. So it'll be a different where I can walk away and make a cup of coffee and not worry about missing something. Because it's dad. Dad bought the presents. Is it like... You got a bow and arrow and a, and a BB well, actually, gun. And a <laughs> well, because, okay, so growing up, my the formula was, for me, I would get socks and underwear and a present. And that was pretty much it for wow. Christmas. And yeah. I'm fine. You know, I mean, like, I remember, yeah. you know, I'll never forget the Christmas where I got socks and underwear and an Atari uh, 2600. Best yeah, Christmas that's ever. A, you know? That's a yeah. best Christmas ever. Wow. Yeah. But I told Owen about yeah, it. Yeah, when you put it like that, that's a good one. Yeah. Exactly. So it wasn't that's like. That's huge. No, that's yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like socks yeah. and underwear and a pencil eraser. It was just. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. You, know, you, got, you got a significant. A yeah. Yeah. That's significant. Big but, Wheel was a. Yeah. It was a huge yeah. Christmas. Yeah. And I told Owen about that. He's like, oh, you had a horrible life, daddy. <laughs> And I said, oh my God. You'll see how good it is because you're getting socks and underwear this year. So <laughs> you're going to learn. <laughs> so I did buy them underwear and oh, I, I wrapped it in like two or three different packages. So yeah. I'm going to make sure those are the first ones he opens. 
and tell them, I yeah. told you, you're getting nothing but socks and underwear this year. And then hide the other ones. You have to. And no, he already set a it. camera before. Nah. Oh, I was going to say set a camera so he can sit there and go. Eddie, you fuckers <laughs> call CPS. He's getting good shit too. So back off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're only torturing them because my mom's going to do the same with Oli. She's going to hide some of them. Exactly. But the thing is, Oli's the same way. She's always like, I'm going to prank my friends. <laughs> so yeah. then when it happens to her, it's like, you guys are mean. <laughs> what was the thing that happened with you and her and the guitar? Oh, yeah. So that shows two ways you could look at it. One way is that I'm a fantastic parent along with her mom and she's super mature. But That's really what it is, is she's <laughs> already a better like human being than I am as or a functioning adult. That well, I am. Why? Well, she, she decided like, I want to learn guitar. Well, you know, I've got a wall of guitars and I barely could play, mm-hmm. but I was so excited She's got a, a three-quarter, like, acoustic, and she's got a ukulele already. Mm-hmm. The acoustic my dad got her. So I was like, oh, my God. Like, let's get you. Do you want, like, an electric? You know, I'm showing her these ones. I'm like, yeah, let's get one of these. And she was like, Daddy, why don't I just play on the ones I have? And then <laughs> if I enjoy it, then we can, we can talk about getting an electric. And I was like, oh, like, that sounds reasonable. I love your kid. <laughs> and, and yeah, like, dang it. I'm like, you're right. That sounds like the right thing to do. You're fiscally responsible. Oh, man. You're smart. Can you run my money when you're a little older? Yeah. <laughs> totally. She could probably do it now. <laughs> yeah, it was totally like that. Why don't we discuss it after we, I use what we already have, Dad? Like, and you oh. can pay her for managing your money and not us. Uh, yeah, or none. It's surprising. <laughs> so, well, this week we're going to go. Usually we don't do the bad dad till the end. Yeah. But this week we're going to go out of order. And <laughs> since you already displayed how uh, your daughter is a better father than you. Yes. Our bad dad this week. Well, it's you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hate to tell you, it's you. Because. Uh, <sighs> Yeah. Why don't you tell everyone why you're making the bad dad list this week? So, when you say it this way, it sounds terrible. But then I'll explain say how we it, got say to it, it your way. All right. So, Melissa and I told Olivia that there was no Santa Claus two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> now, saying it that way sounds horrible. Let me at least talk about how we got there and why I still go like, how did that? How did that happen? Two but weeks before the Christmas. Yes, that's why that's that's why I am the bad dad because, uh, so she became like this freaking sleuth all year since last year. Really, she started mm-hmm. going like she even randomly asked me in the summer, like out of nowhere. She was just like, you know, blah 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 blah. Are you Santa Claus? <laughs> you know, I'm like, uh, no. You know, and she had me like I'd be the one that would swear on anything. I'm like, you swear on God? Yes. You swear on Grandma? Yes. Even though that me because i never swore on my grandma <laughs> Wait, and, uh, so, so did you say of course there's a santa claus because you wanted to tell her two weeks before christmas no <laughs> no i was the one trying to keep it going but she just had so i'm picking her up this is a sunday about yeah a week ago well now I, when this is being recorded so by the time you hear this two weeks before and um melissa calls me and tells me like she's been hammering me for like an hour with all her facts of why 
you know, I'm Santa Claus. And Melissa will not like swear on God and stuff. So she's like, so that's another proof to her. Mm-hmm. She, she, when she doesn't want to lie, she won't swear to God and she won't swear to God. Wow. You know? So I'm like, damn it, you know? And so I, you know, I talk with my mom and I talk with my other young buddy about it, like trying to figure out what do we do, you know? And it, Melissa was like, I, you know, I think we should just, we should just tell her because if we keep going, we're like, you know, we're, we're having to go like beyond extra at this point, you know, to, to keep it going. So I'm like, well, let's see. So when I got there, I asked Goldie and like, she's just like, God, she had so many things to say. She's like, <laughs> last year, I'm like, okay, so why do you think there's no Santa? She goes, last year, Santa's presence showed up before Santa got here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, at the Melissa's last year. And Santa had mama's handwriting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And then she's all, the elves. The elves move at your house every night. They write me letters. At mama's house, they do nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeez, so, um, oh, my God. Yeah. So what I'm getting out of this yeah. is you weren't so much the bad dad as she's the bad mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't take Oh, my God. Much. Now I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying, Robert. And you could have held off till like, the morning of Christmas Eve to tell her. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So I felt, in hindsight, now I feel like, I probably should have just lied and let it get past Christmas and then tell her, but it could have also backfired more because she's so, you know, Nancy drew on this that she was just like, these are my facts, you know? Mm-hmm. So then I was like, you know, me and Melissa had talked before that, it, you know, it'd be all right. So I was like, you know, okay, you're right. You know? And uh, I'm like, but Santa is real. I go, it's just that Santa is both a man and a woman. <laughs> and she went, what? <laughs> And I go, you're looking at Santa. Me and uh, Melissa standing there. And then she was like, oh. And then she got oh. super upset. So I was like, oh, come on. You're the one that just said all your facts. <laughs> and like, so then I'm like, she's like, no, she's old. And then she's like, really? The elves too? I'm like, so then I'm about to lie about the elves. And Melissa's behind her going, no. <laughs> like, don't keep half of it going, I guess, you know? So then I'm like, yes, you know, the elves too. And then it was like getting a bomb because I was picking her up. So I got her yeah. for the next four days. And it was alternating between I knew and her kind of, you know, I knew. And then the next minute she'd be like, I can't believe you ruined my childhood. Oh. <laughs> like in, that word, in that wording, I'm like, oh, she's like, I really can't believe it. I really can't believe you did that. And then the next minute, like, you know, a few hours. Late. And every time she says that, I feel like, I, you know, everything I've ever done as a good dad is gone. Like I've, I have now scarred her for life. And then a couple hours later, she comes in and she sings all the time through the day, you know, while we're working and stuff. And she came in and she was like, uh, what, you better not, oh, you better not cry. You better not something. I don't know. You're telling me why. And then she's all mom and dad are coming <laughs> to town. <laughs> But then she laughed, you know, so I'm like, oh, it's okay again. But no, nope. before she goes to bed, oh, I can't believe my elves. I can't believe you lied all those years. Why did you lie? Why even make it all up? <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then, yeah, back and forth, like, one minute she's like, I wish I wish you had just lied so I could make it, you know, one more Christmas. And then other times she's like, I knew it wasn't, you know. Yeah. I just wanted you to say it, 
was, but I knew it wasn't, you know, and it's like, but then after those four days, she went back to her mom and I keep checking like, oh, okay, well, how's she doing? Nothing. So she got through all her feelings with me. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and now they're having a blast. No, it's good. Now if she comes back and goes right back into it. I'm going to say that's not fair. Yeah. Like you should have gotten rid of some of this before you came back. Yeah. Well, so Mike, you are this week's bad dad for ruining Christmas for your daughter two weeks before Christmas. I know. By telling her that Santa is not real. But you know yeah, what? So Honestly, yeah. you put more into the Santa and elf thing than any other parent I know. So, I mean, your kid's 10. So That's why she was most upset because I had such a storyline. That's what she was most upset about. She was like, yeah. Violet. I love because she's got Violet. Yeah. There's a baby Rose. Yeah. There's the the dad Red. Like all, she had the whole family that would come yeah. and come during the rest of the year. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah. honestly, I'm giving you shit. I think you're an awesome dad, but when you say it like that, because <laughs> I told my kid there's no Santa two weeks before Christmas, it just I don't know. Well, that brings <sighs> us to uh, it's a little late and whatever. This week, we're going to talk about how to tell your kids about Santa as they get older. If only we had this before. So now you guys have, can learn from my mistakes. Now Robert's going to tell us how to do it right. <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple of articles on there. And then like I'll post links in the show notes. But one of them is uh, seven reasons to tell your kids the truth about Santa and still keep the magic in Christmas. Pretty much they go into, you know, it's about unconditional love. You don't want your kid to feel like they have to behave a certain way to get stuff. But that's one of our tools. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to go into that too much. But this yeah. other one, it says, okay, so one of the things they talk about is to keep an eye out for questions, which you did. And you mentioned yeah. you started last year. Yeah. And one of the best quotes of it is, sometimes it's less about when your kid is ready and more about when you are ready. And Mike, mm-hmm. you clearly were not ready to get ready. I was not. Melissa was ready like a year ago when, when it first started. Yeah. You know? yeah, it says that adults start the story and it's up to the adults to finish the story. It's kind of up to us to figure out how to do it. Keeping an eye on the kid is, you know, when the kid says, Santa's not real, is he? And just kind of, this is what I do. So yeah, what do you think? And then um, yeah, he's real. Okay. How does he do it so fast? I don't know. What do you think? Which is just my easy way of getting out of it. Yeah. But the until problem, he's old enough to do an old yard, you're going to be like, no, 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 no. Every well, time you say it, you say that. So you need to answer me. <laughs> but the thing is, the way they are saying it, and just like what happened with you, is they will tell you exactly why. <sighs> yeah. But the trick is to tell them, so what does that tell you? And then they have oh, to say Oh, then they say it, and it's on them. Dang it, that's a genius. <laughs> and then I found some stats, and they did up, they interviewed like 4,500 families in the U.S., and they say, you know, expect serious questioning about it between the ages of 7 and 10. Okay. Average age for no longer believing in Santa in the United States is 8.4 years old. Totally makes sense. When we were in first grade, kids said there was no Santa. Yeah. And I made one more year because Doug was the one that um, when I asked my mom and my mom smiled, mm-hmm. he was like, I'm like, she's smiling. He's all, that's because she's the tooth fairy, you know? Uh, and, uh, and that worked. It got yeah. me. I was like, one more year. You. Yeah. And then really, then after that, it was like, 
that's what I was shocked is that she's had no kids sure. all the way to freaking fourth grade. It's like, no kids come up to you and said, because I asked her that and now that she knows, I'm like, really, no kid has come and said, and she's like, no, I'm like that is uh, insanely insane. magical that you've been around. Like not one kid that or go, just like, our kids are dumber now, but Oh, that's so sad. That's totally could well, be it. So it also varies by state in the U S okay. Kids in Mississippi generally yeah. believe until they're 10. Okay. Kids in Oregon stop believing at seven. Wow. Um, and I told the story here about, you know, my folks didn't, you know, cause they were not from here. Yeah. They learned about Santa when I told them about it, like in first grade. They did the Krampus, right? They'd pull you out and beat no. you in a bag. <laughs> no, that was just Tuesday. <laughs> they put you in a burlap sack and, I still have the wooden spoon that she hit me with. <laughs> no, because I remember asking, like, hey, how come this one from Santa is wrapped in the same paper as the rest and it has your handwriting? And she didn't even, like, blink. She's like, because it's not real. I did that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't be an idiot, son. Yeah. Like, okay. So I had a half a year to believe in Santa, I guess. Dang it. So, okay. So one of the solutions here. And I thought it was really kind of heartwarming. Yeah. Take them from believing in Santa to being Santa. So this woman, she took her two kids one day when they got to that age where they were asking all these questions. Yeah. Again, it's in this article. Read it. It's pretty freaking awesome. It'll make you kind of misty. She takes her kids out to like, yeah, to get coffee or cocoa, whatever. And they're in a booth and she talks about how they're growing and all this. Yeah. She says... You guys have grown so much that I think you are ready to become Santa Claus. Oh, wow. Backs it up with, you probably noticed that most of the Santas you see are people dressed dressed up like him. And some of your friends are telling him that there is no Santa. And it's because they are not ready to be a Santa, but you are. And put your goddamn phone down. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, because she's like saying, hurry. I'm, t- I- I'm telling... <laughs> a heartwarming story about children and Santa and Mike is making a booty call on the phone. <laughs> and I am leaving that in there. Fuck you. That is not true. No, I am actually uh-huh. writing the church yeah. that I did uh, background art. You, c- you can do confessions on text. <laughs> <laughs> Dear father, I had lustful thoughts today. Put your phone down. All right. All right. <laughs> So they're saying they're not ready to be Santa yet, but you are. Then she says they had the kids choose someone they knew, usually like a neighbor, figure out secretly to figure out what they want. And then they need to figure out what it is, provide it, wrap it, and deliver it without telling them who it's from. Because that's the whole point is the whole unselfish giving thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Because that's what Santa is. He just gives because yeah. he's a hell of a guy. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, some of that's kind of like idealistic bullshit. But at the same time, it's kind of cool because it's kind of sad to have this awesome, wonderful, magical thinking and then have it just cut off with, well, now it's real life. You know? Yes, and that's what it, I did. And that's where I'm at because I'm a grumpy old fuck. Yeah, because I never, you know, now I'm a Santa for my kid, but I'm also a dick Santa because I'm convincing him he's going to get nothing but underwear. Uh, No, I like that, though. Oh, uh, here's something. So Olivia is sad because she got Melissa a like a vase from the Schultz Museum. It's a Snoopy vase. Yeah. But 
to make sure, because I told Oli not to do it, but Oli wanted to make sure she would like it. Yeah. So she did a totally obvious call to her where she's like, do you remember this? Did you like this? Because I have one that I use for my art. So when Oli told her, I was like, oh, you should tell her it's something fake because it's kind of wrapped. It looks like yeah. a sausage. So I told her, sure. like, oh, tell her you got her a vegan sausage. So Melissa's like, no, I know exactly what you got me because you gave it away. So Oli's sad now. Like, she knows what I got her. So next time, I haven't got to talk to Oli by herself, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, because I know how I wrapped it before, mm-hmm. I'm going to go get like a summer sausage and nice. wrap it so Oli can switch it so nice. that she can sit there and watch her open it and go, <gasps> and then Oli will be like, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry you knew what I got you. It's not vegan. You know? Dad wanted to give you a sausage one last time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I could. She's so sad about it. I think that's something that might. That's awesome. And it might take her mind off of the sanity. Exactly. I know her. She's going to be excited to prank. Yeah. So I need to get that to her. So, and I know Melissa will be like, what the, like, she's like, I know it. (laughs) This is not. (laughs) So you brought up peanuts. And last night I was flipping through channels and I saw the animated, like the 3D animated movie Peanuts, the Charlie yeah. Brown thing from what, yeah. five years ago. Mm-hmm. So I paused it at the very beginning and I yeah. said, hey, Owen, I want you to watch this and tell me what you think. Yes. Because I've made it very clear that I am not a fan of Peanuts and Charlie Brown and all that. Yes. And I figured maybe, maybe he would be into it. Yeah. I don't think it was 10 minutes. Dad, can I change the channel? <laughs> you can tell Owen that I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I'm and so proud. watch the old ones, though. You, you should have showed him I know. Charlie Brown, Chris, Charlie Brown, Great Punk. Well, those two. That's uh, the ones you're supposed to show him. Well, good riddance to this Christmas and good riddance <laughs> to this goddamn year. 2020 has been a fucking a abomination and we are going to talk about new year's resolution stuff but first we want to plug seattle gummy company they make wonderful mocha shots they are high energy gummy gummies gummies and you took two gummies before right they take something keep going i was ready to just conk out and call it i was like this close to calling you to reschedule and i was really oh Oh my god and the gummies saved it the gummies i just took one feeling really good now also, any chance to fuck with you about being a bad dad makes me happy. So, <laughs> and that does not happen. Yeah, put the phone down. <laughs> um. Well, we can't. You got to cut that. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm not being distracted just by Twitter. <laughs> just turn it. Turn it over so you can't see it. Turn off the vibrate. But I want to see. The I. <laughs> we're almost done. Okay. We have an audience. I edit that out. <laughs> There's like a dozen people out there that can't wait to hear what we have to say. Yeah. So they make these high energy sh- uh, mocha shots. They work five times faster than a cup of coffee and are half the cost of what you would pay at one of those chain coffee shops without the jitters. They have seasonal flavors. I think they still have some pumpkin spice right now. They've got the dark chocolate gingerbread, which tastes great. And it's effective. Yeah, I mean, this show would not have happened without the gummies, honestly, because I was really ready to throw the towel in. Yeah. Click the link in the show notes and enter the code STANDUPDADS15. You will get 15% off your order. 
And if while you're on the site, you see they have another offer, like 10% off or 20% off, you can combine up to two coupon codes. So save money on your caffeine and get yourself a treat. Seattle Gummy Company. It is stand-up dad tested and approved. Get shit done. Now, by the time you get this, it's going to be a couple of days away from New Year's. And again, good riddance 2020. Uh, makes you, you know, starting to think about resolutions, which I don't normally make. Mm-hmm. You're going to make one this time? Well, eh, this year was so jacked up that it kind of, I don't know, I think the resolutions have to be a little bit different. Yeah. So yeah. mine, I miss going up on stage. Mm. So when it's safe, you know, I would take for granted, like, I can go up again next week. Uh, yeah. Now it's going to be like, because I was right, you know, I'm not now because it's back to work, but you know, I wrote a lot of shit and I haven't had a chance to test anything out. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, but also, I'll go. Gonna, yeah, that'd yeah, be fun. It would be good. So, and it would be nice to say, Hey, come see me at wherever. Other than that, then there's the serious ones. Uh, again, posting these articles on the show notes. Do you have anything that you were planning on for the new year? No, no. There's nothing that it's like. There's all sorts of things I'd like to do, but there's nothing that's like, you know. If things open up again, it's more so about getting to do the stuff I want to do this year with only like Disneyland and yeah. That's what sucks is when that opens again, it's gonna be like a year before you can get in because it's gonna slam, you know. Yeah, I will resolve to start a business where I can tell your kid that there is no Santa two weeks before Christmas. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I actually wrote a song like that and yeah. my friend wouldn't record it because I wanted to make it as a fake one. It was like, there's no Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus. It's your mom and dad. Oh. There's no Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus. That's right. You've been had. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a whole, I have the whole song somewhere. And, and my friend was like, I am not recording that. Oh, I have recording equipment. You are recording that. All right. We should do it because I wanted to animate it. I wanted to make it a happy little <laughs> Yeah, I think that may have to be the intro music this week. <laughs> okay. For this episode. Just you singing that right now. All right. So I pulled up one article called How to Make Your New Year's Resolutions Last. And they talk about the stats. So apparently 71% of New Year's resolutions revolve around weight loss and fitness. Really? Yeah. And the next... That makes is, sense. Because I, I was going to say that and I'm like, I, it's not going to happen. You know, like if I say that, it's, it's why even say that, you know? Yeah. And then here the math doesn't make any sense because it says the next most common resolution is at 47%, which is on improving health and eating better. And then learning new skills and hobbies and practicing self-care is about 15% each. That makes sense. But here's the bad part. On average, 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by, when do you think? 80%. By the 31st. Nah, second week of February. So by Valentine's Oh, wow, they made Day, it that far. Okay. I can see yeah. why, because probably if like your thing is like, I'm not going to eat bad, but then it's like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. I have to. And then they say, you know, there's a lot of reasons for why stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And they say it takes approximately 66 days for a habit to become out automatic. So you got to do wow. something for pretty much two months before anything sticks. That makes sense, yeah. Except I had one exception that came to mind. When you got addicted to heroin? No. <laughs> Close. But Jerking off. That was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> that was immediate. <laughs> like, oh, I guess I'm hooked on this. <laughs> There's a habit I can keep up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And, you know, they go into all the reasons why things fail, like not being specific or the goals are unrealistic, no accountability, you know, and they're pretty much saying to make it realistic and make them positive. So instead of I'm not going to do something, I am going to do this. That so, makes sense. Yeah. And then I'm going to wrap it up with this article. I think resolutions this year, since it was after such a shitty year, have to be a yeah. little bit different. This article is called, uh, Let's Kick Off the New Year Right, 55 New Year's Resolution Ideas for 2021. I definitely am not going to go through all these, but they have some really good ones. Like if you mm -hmm. can't think of something and like one of them, give one compliment a day. And it's simple, it's silly, but huh. it helps someone else and you feel better. Unless you're That's lying. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. This one, it's more idealistic than anything. Go a whole day without checking your email. Wow. That's a good one. Or, or, or going on the phone. Yeah. But, well, that's later. But I'm guessing that has to be just personal email because the one email you get the next day is you're fired. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You're right. That is true. You better check your. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, maybe on a weekend, don't check your email. Yeah. You know, you're right. You always got to check the work one because that yeah. stuff always pops up. Yeah. Do random acts of kindness. That's always good. This one I think is huge and I think everyone needs to do this. Read a book a month because it reduces stress. It can improve your memory and concentration. And I like as, that. Yeah. That I would do. Yeah. Because I did grab that Ender's game that you told me. Oh, did you? Did yeah. You so I was, a, no, I'm about to, but okay. yeah, maybe I'll count that as December then and then. I like that. That's a, that's one I can get behind and feel yeah. like I can actually do it a book a month, yeah. you know, or some books I might take more than one as long as of I'm course. still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I started reading. Uh, I'm going to write that one down. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, my father-in-law really recommended Wilbur Smith. So I'm reading one called birds of prey and I'm like 300 pages in and I'm only like a third of the way through. So that's going to be more than a month. Cool. You get to escape. You get to th see the world from a different point of view. And yeah. I, you know, you can tell when you talk to someone that doesn't read. Yeah. This one is yours. Turn okay. off your phone one night a week. Mm. <laughs> can you do that? I don't know. It depends. <laughs> this one's special for 2021. Volunteer. There are oh, that's a cool. shitload yeah. of people out there that need help. I and like that. If you have the time, do it. And a lot of us do. This one was interesting. Stop multitasking. Apparently, multitasking can lead to memory problems. There's a link in mm. that. Wow. It reduces your brain's gray matter, hurts productivity and efficiency. Okay, this next one I have a hard time with. Talk to yourself with kindness. Oh, I have a hard time with that. Because yeah. no one can tell me I'm a piece of shit like I can. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was watching the, I'm in the middle of the Two Towers, the extended edition movies. Yeah. When Gollum is talking to himself and he mm -hmm. has a separate, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm Gollum. He's like, yeah. you, you're weak. You're weak. You're. That's me. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. Smeagol, Smeagol. <laughs> you need Gollum. Yeah. That's me without the I'm not. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm going, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, right, Gollum. I do need you, uh, Gollum. Gollum, uh, Gollum. <laughs> this one has to be mine this year. Go to the dentist when you're supposed to. Oh, I got to do that tomorrow, dang it. 
Because I had a great dentist in the Bay Area when I moved up here um, yeah. six years ago. I haven't been since, and I've had like two fillings fall out. And, you got to uh, get in there, man. I know, and it hurts all the goddamn time. And Ken's Fuck. like, why do you do that? Mm-hmm. They call you yuck mouth. No, no you I, won't brush. <laughs> I brush and floss and all that crap. I have to because if not, I'm gonna my whole mm-hmm. jaw is going to fall off. <laughs> It's just a matter of time, and I also know that when I go in there, it's going to be a shitload of work. Okay. I like this one just because it's a fuck you to social media. Travel somewhere without posting about it on social media. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Are you going on vacation because you want to go on vacation and see the world, or are you going on vacation to say, look at me? Totally, yeah. And especially, shoot, I mean, since we can't go anywhere this year because of the virus... Yeah. I just want to get out, you know, and I, I don't care who knows about it. I just want to go do something that doesn't involve, you know, something local. Yeah. This one, I honestly believe in cook more. That's cool. Yeah. Because it's therapeutic. Because when I'm having a shitty day, I love to go cook. And like the latest thing, I've had a mandolin for years that I never used because I'm afraid of it. Ah. And then it dawned on me that hey they sell like cut resistant gloves okay so now i'm like slicing everything with that fucking thing nice like i've made ratatouille a few times which is like super thin sliced and all that and it's just there's something just cathartic about it and at the end of the day you're eating healthier usually nice the last one there's the last last one but i mean the final one that they have and it makes perfect sense whatever your goals are write them down People who write down their goals are 42% more likely to achieve them. So whatever you want to do in 2021, commit it to paper, which makes perfect sense. It's like this show. If I don't jot the stuff down, I'm a, well, I'm always a fucking idiot, but I'm a more of an idiot because I start stammering and trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to say. Yeah, that's helped. I started keeping notes of like funny things happening, you know? I know your resolution. Start the fucking comic strip up again. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Love, that is a good coming one. to a commu- computer near you. Yeah. That'll give me something to do this week. The thing is, that's, yeah, it's been that depression of losing the old ones that it's like, I, it's almost like my brain shut down of even figuring out how to set up a, a whole site again and get these. Doesn't up mean there. you can't start creating more. Yeah. But yeah. No, you're true. You're right. I know. Uh, <laughs> email us your resolutions for this year is it going to be i'm going to listen to every episode of stand-up dads five times and boost their listeners yes i'm going to mm-hmm. tell everyone i know about stand-up dads podcast and get them to uh tell all their friends honestly though subscribe rate us review us uh we really have enjoyed speaking to you guys throughout this whole horrible year so email us at the standup dads at gmail.com and if you want to hire someone to draw a heartbroken little kid next to a Christmas tree, who would they write to? They would write to me at Pencil for Hire. That's Pencil, F-O-R, Hire uh, on Instagram or PencilforHire.com. And we alluded alluded to it earlier. Mike has a, co- a book of comic strips. Tell him about it. It's called Clumsy Love, and it's I did it for five years. So it's like one year where it was me and my ex-wife and just our cats. And then, uh, you know, kind of treat them like they were our babies. Then Olivia came. So we had like about four years of comics. And basically I'd either, you know, 
if something was funny enough that happened on its own, I'd keep it in there complete. But mm -hmm. a lot of times I'd also just take creative license to make it a funnier or more exaggerated thing, you know? Yeah. And your shit is actually creative and funny and uh, you stopped and Family Circus is still going on. So God damn it. Get some good <laughs> shit out there. Yeah. And while you're looking for clumsy love, click the link for I Have Mongombo, the graphic novel by Doug Gray. It is hilarious entertaining you got shit else to do there's a pandemic going on and seattle gummy company again click the link in the show notes enter the code standupdads15 and get 15 percent off your order we love this stuff i'm not just saying that it uh, made this very show possible right now finally <laughs> listen to my side project the gag on this podcast that's run by Big Nick. We record comics all over the country and have a great time doing it. This week, we don't have a comic because it's the holiday when we're recording, but it's just going to be us. So you can hear us bullshit and have all this inside baseball. I'm looking forward to it, but that's probably just because I'm on there. But give it a listen. Yeah. Good riddance 2020. I'm looking forward to a wonderful 2021. And hopefully you'll all be there with us. We'll talk to you guys next week. Talk to you next week. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye. <laughs>